Hello there. And welcome back to another episode of Good Talks. My name is Mark Little. And I'm Ray Murataya. And today's episode is brought to you by the wonderful, fantastic, and fabulous people at Pinchata. When horchata just won't do, Pinchata is the drink for you. Fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. All right. Well, today we are talking about personalities. Ah, personalities. personalities. I've got a few of those. Oh, don't you? Yes, indeed. And so do I, I'm sure. Yeah. I think everyone has a few personalities. Oh, yeah. The Japanese say we have three faces, one that we show to ourselves, one that we show to the public, and one that we don't show to anybody. Hmm. I think that's how it goes. There's, one that we don't show to anybody. That's interesting. I'm pretty sure that's what it says. Is that like the one where that you don't show? You know, like when you're reading a book and it's your voice. Okay. Like that one, you know, because sometimes. Okay, this sounds funny. I get, I guess, but sometimes well, just explain it. Like when I'm reading a book and like I'm thinking about like what I'm reading depends on what I'm reading, but like I have little dialogues in my head. And I always am like, I feel like a crazy person. As in you uh, change the way you, the voice in your head sounds for the different voices? Uh-huh. That makes sense. I mean, I Is that, that like the third face that I'm not showing people? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I guess it, I guess it could be. Uh, let's see. No, I'm just really interested in this now. I've never heard that before. Okay. This is what uh, according to this internet forum what the the saying is the japanese say you have three faces the first face you show the world the second face you show your close friends and your family the third face you never show anyone it is the truest reflection of who you are hmm. yeah so the the third one the mm-hmm. one you don't show anyone correct the truest reflection of who you are yeah i'm just it makes me it really makes me think yeah absolutely i love i love uh there's, I feel like there's, I mean, every culture has so much wisdom in it at, yeah. when you, when you look for it. But, uh, in Japanese culture and stuff, I think there's a lot of a lot really interesting things and just kind of Asian culture in general, mm-hmm. or at least Japanese and Chinese, just because I've looked more at those. Yeah. And I, are you talking, sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off, but are you talking about like the spiritual stuff that goes along with it? Like yeah, Buddhism sp- and all of the different kinds of, um, I guess you could say religions that yeah. have gone Spiritual, through and philosophical and made. Yeah. Philosophical. There we go. Yeah. That have made their culture so rich and really what it is. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactamundo. No, I think that that third face thing is, is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think in a modern context, it's almost, and probably is the face basically that, uh, Gary V woot woot shout out Gary V always Woo-hoo. would, uh, be most inclined to advocate for you to use right like the face that is just like the one that's the most real and then Mm -hmm. just not be worried about what anyone else thinks kind of thing yeah so i love it i just saw um gosh i wish i remember i just saw this not a meme but i guess it's like a, a inspirational meme sure it said something like um just walk through life not giving an f about what anybody thinks or okay. something but i just saw it and it's on one of the one of the um accounts that i follow that's all about like it's called like boss babes or something like that sure so it's got a lot of really like just really solid good little pieces of advice every day for women mostly yeah. 
So it was kind of funny to see this one because it was very like like a like a punch. <laughs> like, You're like oh yeah, usually it's very like you got this girl, mm. and this one was like don't give an f, but it said the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I almost sent it to one of my friends, and I was like. I don't know if she'd like this from me. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but then I was like, but then I should send it. Like I shouldn't give a, give a crap. Oh well, yeah, that's true. Right. So I guess, I guess so because you were just kind of afraid in that moment that she uh-huh. wouldn't like it. You could have, it would have been the easiest fear to conquer. You just send it and be like, yeah, yeah, this is what I, this is how I feel today. Yeah. I think I'm trying to think like that truest self. I think if anybody sees that part of me though, it's you. Yeah. Um, because I don't feel the judgment from you very, mm. as much. Like, I mean, I think I have my own insecurities that I have to battle. Uh, but for the most part, you probably see like the most goofy, just whatever. Yeah, <laughs> sure. And that's and that's what I feel like when I am that way on Instagram. When I let myself be that way in my stories and stuff, I get yeah. good feedback. Or people have really like told me they like especially ever since we started dating, a lot of my closer friends were like, wow, like you seem like the, the you that we never even knew, like, you know, that we mm-hmm. didn't know. Um, which I think it was just a lot of me taking time to give myself permission to show that side of me. Sure. Not saying I do it all the time and I'm perfect at it because I definitely hold back. Yeah. But yeah. I would say with you, I feel the most comfortable. I get that. I think, uh, I think I too probably have moments where I hold back a yeah. little bit. And I definitely do. But the goal is always to not hold back at all because I think that's the most fun. And uh, Right. But then, you know, sometimes it's probably better to hold certain things back if you're concerned with other people's feelings and stuff. And I think it just depends on the setting. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, I would love to get Gary Vee's input, but for instance, like you're a server at Fleming's. Yeah, yeah. And it's... It's a nice place. Not sure. that you should be disrespectful any place you work or any restaurant. No, no, no. But in that situation, like you might have a really rude guest where you just want to be like, I'm sorry, you're being rude. Like tell yeah. them like, and it's not pragmatic. It's not appropriate. Yeah, that's true. So it's it's just when you're in certain situations or like me, I can't tell a parent they're doing something wrong. Sure. <laughs> when in my mind, I'm like, oh, don't do that. You know? And yeah. I don't know. But, I think, um, and that makes me think of basically, I don't know, I'm sure multiple people have said quotes similar to this, but the thing about uh, essentially when you get really wealthy, it doesn't change who you are. It just allows you to actually be who you are. Hmm. So Interesting. Yeah, I mean, right. Think about it. And that's that exact scenario. It's like, if you don't work at Fleming's, if you don't work somewhere, if you don't work yeah. for anyone and you're yeah. just like, I can do what I want, like I'm good, then you're just going to be yourself. For, yeah. for better or worse, like whether you're just a That's total asshole true. or whether well, you're someone who wants to donate and share and give and everything like that. We would probably just be really goofy or we will. Oh my God. When we're wealthy, we'll just be just goofy about everything. Yeah. And <laughs> no, hundred percent. And that's, yeah, I have no doubt about that because that's already how I operate on like uh-huh. 95% of the time. And, um, I mean, kind of just back to the the Gary Vee philosophy because like TikTok, like TikTok is a prime example. And especially it's, it's good because that platform is a challenge to just, uh, to just create stuff. Sure. And even still, even still sometimes like I'll catch myself and be like, Oh no, like I don't have an idea right now or whatever. Mm. And 
then when you remove the idea of like judgment from anybody yeah. else, you're like, well, all right. So yeah, if, if my goal is to put out something every day, just because that's the goal and like I'm trying to trying to stay after that kind of thing. Sure. Which in and of itself is not really a good enough reason to have a goal, like just to put stuff out every day just to do it. But but why what motivated you to do that in the first place? Um, just just the idea that uh, gaining attention on the Internet and having like a, a social media following kind of thing is something that you could then leverage into somehow a business. So you are. Yeah. So I do. I you're mean, branding yourself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I take back anything that I said I'm... that uh, was uh, questionable. So you're trying to tell me that I am. Correct. Yay! Yay! Yeah, yes, very good. Um, that was worth it. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, what was I talking about? You're talking about building that following or putting out a video a day. Oh, yeah, but basically at some point, like today, I was just like, man, I don't really have an idea. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, all right. Well, it doesn't really matter. No. Nope. And, uh, and, and I know we've talked about this before, but... Whenever I don't have an idea and I want to have one, the best way is to just start with a really bad one. Yeah. And that's how I, you know this, that's how I brainstorm all the time. Oh, yes. And it drives some people crazy, but it's literally like how I do it. Like, it's and, I, process. and I've done it since, I remember doing it in high school. Like I would sit there and we had to write a paper when I was a junior in like AP English. We had to write a paper every night and I would just start typing and it would just be some bullshit uh-huh. just like jokes like i would just write things to make me laugh and then eventually it's like oh okay got yeah. that all out of my system and now it's time to write that explains so much now why <laughs> because whenever i come to you with a serious emotional thing and you just start joking and getting it all out maybe that's just your process that's what i just told you no i understand but like even in those situations now it's just like so much is so much is like clicking I feel yeah, like we have so many of those moments and then people are like, it's funny listening to you make connections about your relationship uh, on really? your podcast. Do people yeah. say that? Mm-hmm. I've, oh, heard it, I've heard it a couple of times. Not in like a, not, not in a stupid way. It's like, it's right, right. a real way. I don't yeah. know. It's funny to well, me. It's see? cool. I'm fine with it. That's the point of uh, conversations, right? Exactly. Well, we do a pretty good job of having conversations. So yeah, hundred percent. So you want to talk about personalities and well, personality we types. Yes. Well, the reason that I want to talk about this is one, because it's just such a hot topic right now. And I feel like people are talking about it everywhere I go. And so I'm like, well, you and I should sit and talk about it. Plus, we've both done what the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. Enneagram. I I have a hard time pronouncing it, but the Enneagram test. I think it's it's Enneagram. Enneagram. Because Enneagram is like a word that you rearrange the letters like Axl Rose. Right, right, right. You know what that Enneagrams do? Huh? You know what Axl Rose Enneagrams do? What? Oral sex. That's just a fact, folks. You t- take it how you will. Got it. Yeah. Got it. All right. We just said that on the podcast, and I'm just going to go with the flow on that one. So. <laughs> it doesn't feel like you're going with the flow. No. Okay. Anyways, so the Enneagram. So we've both taken it months and months ago. Mm-hmm. We took. Um, I took it, I think it's like more than a year ago. Okay, and I think I did for the first time too. Yeah, I, it was I before took it Christmas. Be- before I started posting beats online. Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and I took it when you did. It all happened like literally within the same probably month or week. It feels like, but I went and visited my friend Kristen, mm-hmm. who's a marriage family therapist. Oh, MFT. MFT, 
And she was telling me all about the Enneagram because at the practice she was working at, they were actually doing like a um, just some kind of a program where they were ha- like giving people the real test. So they liked it. Yeah, they liked it. And then they would use it and help develop therapy around it. Sure. So she was telling me actually at the time, she was saying like, you and Mark should like try it and like look at compatibility and stuff. I mean, yeah. I wasn't questioning anything, but she's like, it's just interesting. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I heard about it first from her. And then probably not too long later you're, or after you're like, I'm a type nine. <laughs> I was like, wait, from that test? And you're like, yeah, I took it because I was, I don't know why you... T- you found out about it. Yeah. And that's a, that's a, it's a weird thing. Cause I don't exactly remember. I remember I was trying to figure out what my, what I wanted the alias to be sure. for, uh, for posting beats online. And cause I've been, you know, over the years had many different ones, but mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly how I found it. I knew like I was making, actually, I think this is what it was. Cause in like the universe that there's like some Nicholas, Te- Nikola, Tesla, Nikola Tesla quote and he talks about how the numbers three six and nine are like extremely important to the mm-hmm. universe three six nine damn it, you fine. that's it right there see <laughs> it makes sense and then um and then I knew I was making like tight beats yeah and so I just like put the two and two together and I think like type six or type three I, one of them, maybe even type nine or like different cars and stuff like a okay. sort of like RX, whatever type sure. nine or like some, something like that. But, like um, but yeah, so then through that process, like I found the name and so I'm like, okay, does anyone else have this? So I started Googling it and didn't find anything as far as that goes. But then I found like the personality test and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. what the hell is this? So then I clicked on it and it, oh, was, right. it was like a very like serendipitous thing because I was like reading it and I was like, oh my God. That's like, you. That's very much like me. Did you take it <clears throat> no. and then figure out you were a type 9 Negative. or you just read it and you it resonated I, with you? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I think ex- that's a good way to do it too. Yeah. So, but then like months later I was actually, okay. I was like, oh, I should actually like take this thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, or I just like got interested in it and then I took it and. Now I don't remember what it was. It might have been like type seven or I think six. It was, I'm not sure. I think it was seven. And we, I'll go. We'll look through them real quick on here too, and kind of yeah. read them. But um, and I took it after you told me you took it. I was like, my friend was just telling me, okay, I'm gonna go take it. Yeah. And the first one I remember, it was type four, and I read it after I took the test. So kind of opposite of you. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is creeping me out. It was so, just felt so true to who I am. Yeah. The the type four, I can't remember which one. I think this is the individualist. Okay. Um, but then in March, I took it again. Some, I think it was in March because I down, I saved it. The first time I did it, I didn't save it. Mm. This time I saved it and I was looking yesterday and it said I saved it in March. And I came up as a type three. And then last night or two days ago when I was kind of trying to figure out what we were going to talk about, I took it again. Oh my God. I was just so curious because... When I took it in March, it said I was a type three with a two wing. So like I kind of alternate between the two, I think is yeah, what that means. Yeah. And then I took it again the other night and it was a type two with a three wing. So it was like weird. It's a, So it's the same, just like so inverted. It's basically the same. Yeah. 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 So then I read about those, but I was like, oh, they don't. F-. Then I went back and read the four and the only it's interesting because I had mm. a lot of changes that happened between the first time I took it sure. and the second time I took it yeah. and the first time I took it, I was not even, I don't even think I had my blog yet. Like uh-huh. even, I don't even think I had the website right at all 
like a username or anything yeah, yeah. or um, domain name. And I wasn't, I w- had a, I had a lot of goals. I had a goal for a podcast. I had a goal for um, Instagram. I had a goal for the blog, but I, they were just the goals. And sure. then when I took it again in March, I had already started all those things yeah. and was achieving those goals and in the process and the type three that I got was the achiever. So I think there were some like just perspective shifts that I had that forced me to change my answers. But then when I go back and read as far as like what's really in me, I'm like, Oh, but the four, the four is definitely like the most emotional one. And, and that's insensitive to others, emotions and different things. And I'm like, that's where like, I feel like, I feel like I go between the three because then two is the helper and mm-hmm. I try to be a helper sometimes. Sometimes it's not the right idea, but I yeah. try to put somebody else first and then get upset at myself for doing it. Um, so it's just interesting that I kind of do kind of waft between the three. Yeah. But what really makes me think like I'm still a true four and I'm holding on to it is when I read the description of how it works with a type nine. Oh, really? Because I read it to you yesterday. Okay. And... I was like, this what did is, it say? should I read it? Sure. Well, or I'll just skim it. But basically, or you could just say what you're about to say. Too. Let me just say what I'm about to say then. So basically it was talking about type fours and type nine. So type nine, Hi. explain yourself. You are the peacemaker. Yeah. It, so it says, okay, yeah, according to the thing, I'm, I'm the peacemaker. Honestly, I don't really remember the other stuff. Um, okay. Oh, wait, wait, it's I do. Uh, so I, actively want everything to be well peaceful duh but um uh positive you don't like conflict yeah i don't like conflict want things to be peaceful sometimes to a fault um will repeat the same stuff over and over again as a method of i think what it said was like narcotization Narcotization. yeah yeah, basically like do using it as a narcotic so like to numb yourself to um anything else that that you want to be numb to or just like kind of life in general yeah. by by repeating the same whether it's i don't i don't know just just repetitive stuff i guess repetitive actions and, mm-hmm. and maybe you expression yeah yeah and um you're what, creative is that in there mm-hmm. okay so the creative thing um what else yeah that and no conflict type of thing um a thing about not wanting to take on too much responsibility Mm -hmm. or not want to take on responsibility, even if I know it's going to be good for me. Yeah. Um, And then the one that I read the other day that really made me be like, what was, uh, it said something about um, like lower back problems. And which you, yeah, we know. Yeah. You had. Which is, I mean. That's interesting that the physical part too. That's what I'm saying. So like Mm -hmm. healthy now, feeling good now, staying, staying fit, staying good. But I just found it was uh, interesting, that, interesting that in the past. But then I do remember like when I had taken the the quiz itself and then I read like seven, whatever that meant. I did read that and then I was like, oh, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is me too. Or like this, this makes more sense. Hmm. Um, but now, and it's funny because I'm like, okay, have I drifted more towards being like a type nine because... I've associated in my mind like that I am type nine and then yeah and then I read it sometime way back then and like subconsciously all these things are in my head but yeah I don't but that's just a you know and I think I always wonder about subconscious like that they're interesting things and I think like and the really the point that I was thinking of when I was like let's do it about personality tests is there's so many personality tests out there 
And the thing about them is like, you can take it and then slap a label on yourself and be like, I'm a type nine. I'm gonna walk around the world like I'm a type nine forever. Oh, sure. But, and I was, because I read this on somebody's Instagram or they put it in their story the other day. They're like, I use this for personal growth. So like if I'm a type four, or if I tested the first time and I resonate with the type four, it's like, okay, but when I'm like upset about something, like look at what they say a type four does. And right. that's not necessarily right. like being, because one of the things is we get emotionally volatile. I'm like, well, I don't want that. Like, I don't want to be that way. Yeah, like, yeah. that's not good for anybody in a right. situation. But I know I can. I know I have the capacity. But I also know in other situations, I'm more like a two where I don't mm-hmm. worry about my emotions and I'm able to get a job done. Yeah. So... I think that it's cool to be able to say, yeah, I resonate with this in those moments, but sure. like, I know I need to work on this and, yeah. and I know I have the capability cause X, Y, and Z. And I think that's like when my friend was telling me like, that's what they were using it for in the therapy was like, that makes sense because it gives you a background of where that person's, what stage they're at in life right then. Sure. Um, no, I agree a hundred percent. I know when I was reading through the, the nine the other day, I was like, you know, there's certain things you like and certain things you're like, uh, like, yeah, that sounds true, but I don't really like that. You know, sure. that's not like me at my best necessarily. Exactly. Or, uh, or I guess another way of saying it is like, it's good to notice those things so that like yeah. when they do occur in your life, you're now aware of them and you're like, uh, all right, I'm going right. to, I'm going to actively try and, uh, take on more responsibility or mm-hmm. be, more active or like whatever whatever the thing exactly. is yeah and i think the Gosh. really the really yeah and the really cool thing so if you and i'm going to link the um the test that we took because we got we found the free one it's and i'll link that one mm-hmm. but then if you go to the actual enneagram website mm-hmm. they're pretty generous with the information that they give you for free about the type so you take the test somewhere else where you don't have to pay and then I'll put the actual website on there, but they talk about what each type is like at their worst. Mm, and okay. that's a lot of good information too. Cause sure. then you can kind of see like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, just, yeah, yeah. but I probably won't be able to relate to any of those points. Well, the, 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 but it was the, so at your worst points. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I probably will not. say this, I will share this fun tidbit. So, a. And this is just, I'm going to summarize based on my memory. I won't read it to anybody. Yeah, but yeah. Go ahead. the nine and the four mm-hmm. together, it cracks me up. So like they 13. talk about the positives. Yeah. They talk about the positives and then they talk about like what the stresses will be in mm-hmm. the relationship. But the positives mainly like the overriding theme is that they're both creative individuals mm-hmm. and they support each other 100% in their individual creative, like like and just like you know i'm like make your music go do it and you're like go work on your blog and we're not you know i might be a little bit more like but make time for me but we're we're like (laughs) and i will admit that yeah but at the same time i'm like no but i know you have to have that and i want you to have that and we're both very happy when we're creating something Mm -hmm. so i think we understand that aspect um they and then they were just also talking about like in the positive situations like they're a good balance of each other. Mm-hmm. So like the nines are typically a little bit more laid back and chill, mm-hmm. but they like the energy that that four would bring. Hmm. And I'm like, we both kind of balance, like typically it's like one is really high energy and the other tends to be a little bit more chill. Sometimes yeah. we're both at the same time, which is fun too, yeah, yeah. but we do give each other a good balance. So that was fun. But then the best part is 
the stressors and like times of emotional um, tension, uh-huh. the fours, like I said, are the emotionally volatile ones. Mm-hmm. And like, like a time bomb. Like a time bomb. Just like a little, little time bomb. <laughs> and <laughs> the nines, avoiding conflict, shut down in times of uh tension and stress Mm -hmm. don't want to share their emotions Hmm. don't uh don't want to communicate and those things piss the fours off and i was sitting there like oh my god none of this sounds relatable (laughs) that's what you're thinking no but it's funny because i used to be like i don't i used to get stressed out over like especially like the emotional stuff like i need you to meet me emotionally and i know sometimes i still will get that way but it was kind of it's kind of like i can't hear it from you i have to hear it from something else yeah thank god we could hear from random internet art i know god thank you google no shout out the internet but the thing is is like it's just funny thinking like well like that is part of you that you you have to determine i can't determine that of course um but I'm emotionally volatile, so I'm going to try. Whoa. I didn't know. I think that's more emotionally pushy. I think that's <laughs> emotionally what Emotionally manipulative. There. Yeah, there you go. Um, but I, go. It was, there was something that said, like, like, it'll make the fours feel like they're playing ping pong with a wall. And, like, you just keep trying to go at it and hit it, but it keeps coming back at you with no, like... I thought it was tennis without, oh, without tennis. a partner. Oh, tennis. Tennis without a partner. Okay. Yeah. yeah you're right. Because like you keep smacking it over the net and then no one it And then no one's giving back. anything. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Ping pong gets a wall. That's That could be a... No, just, it keeps coming back. Yeah. It could be very intense. Um, no. And I was just like, but then I was like, when I've had arguments with you, luckily they're few and far in between. Mm-hmm. But when I've gotten to that point where I'm like, you know, I prefer you to communicate with me i'm not trying because i'm like i'm not trying to make it sound like it's bad it's like obviously we work through things but it's funny because i i feel like oh my gosh i feel like that's what's going on like i i know i've heard you say it before have i said it okay i mean not the tennis thing but just like like, nothing's coming i talk you need to talk blah blah i'm like i'm like i don't have anything to say (laughs) you're like that's not that's not an answer i think it's good it's good for me to learn how to be patient. Well, you know, it is a gift. It is a gift for you. But it's... No, it's, and it's also good for, for me to learn to, uh, you know, communicate more openly on, a, on an emotional level, Yeah. if you will. I have always noticed with myself, at least, and probably, yeah, probably still, I'm sure still, but definitely back when I was like in college and like I would play, play guitar a lot and stuff. Mm. And that was, I think we talked about this before, mm-hmm. but that was just kind of a way for me, even if I didn't record the song or didn't write down the lyrics or whatever, yeah. just like you just, you know, on your own sing, sing a little song or whatever and kind of work through stuff. Which is good. Yeah. And and I, I just remember being probably like 21 and playing guitar and and uh, I had a I had a little studio set up in the frat house. Like, oh, nice. I We eventually had enough yet to earn up points in order to move to like the better rooms or like Mm -hmm. to to live in the house at all you had to have a certain amount of points you got points by doing the jobs (laughs) blah blah blah. but we moved up to what was called penthouse and so we were in the middle and uh we had a walk-in closet in there and so there's like 
there were like three levels of the frat house. I was like, why is the penthouse in the middle? <laughs> so there, well, no, 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 in the the center, there were three rooms in the penthouse, and then, oh, so one was off to. I got you. So okay. we could call it the north as opposed to the middle. Got you. Yeah, and so there's one in the west, one in the east, one in the north, and um, had a walk-in closet, and I had my guitar set up in there, and a little mixer, and uh, and I think just one microphone. I just remember recording on Audacity. It was lit. Oh. So. That was that was way back then. That was cool. But I just remember like playing songs and and just like hearing what I was like singing or whatever because I would just mm-hmm. sing off the top of my head and play a little chord progression that I liked, much like our improv songs, I guess. Yeah. And uh, some day, some days I would just be like, oh geez, like that's mm, that's how I feel right now, Aww. kind of thing. So it's yeah. it's good stuff. And some you know you just just like the journaling or whatever. Exactly. You just got to get it say. out. Got to get it out one way or the other. Yeah. Or I, just meditate about it. Yeah. I, I don't know. No, I think they're all great options. I think that in certain situations, like there are some things where I'm like, I need to talk about it with you. Yeah. Or if it's not between you and me, I need to talk about it with someone else. If it's but you'll t- still try and talk about it with me. Sometimes. Got her. Sometimes, uh, sometimes we fours need a little support. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Anyways. You know why? Because it's the four is naturally like an unbalanced. Uh, number if you look at it it's just on that one stick it and is. then and then the top is kind of like leaning you know you know what i'm saying so what about the nine the nine the, the, the nine is always good though because it's like you roll backwards and it's just going to keep it's going to roll right back around again no it would lay flat flat on its back still comfortable still chilling well a four would might fall on its back at some point and be comfortable and chilling. No. We'll lay on our backs together. We'll sunbathe. Hey, you know. Like how we're labeling, well, I'm labeling myself a four, but I, like I said, don't label yourselves. <laughs> I mean, really. And it's even like yeah. the um, the Myers-Briggs test. Like, I'm an INTJ7. I'm like, no. Like It's funny. It's funny that you say that in like a condescending tone. I know. I'm you're sorry. you're talking about anagrams for like the past 25 minutes. I'm sorry. No, good point. And... <laughs> And I'm not saying that, but I'm like, really though, would you go around like being like, I'm a four. I remember, I don't know how much you're going to like this, but I remember back when I had a Tinder and people would have that shit in their profile. He'd be like, INTFJ. Really? And for the, and I had no idea what it meant. <laughs> I'm not going to like it. So you had a Tinder. No, I don't know. And so <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? Like, what does this mean? And uh, so, well, of course, so I had to do a little Googling. They're like, we want to find our match. Yeah. An INTFJ. Yeah, these girls were for real about it. They were about it, about it. But then they were probably just hoes anyway. So, shout out to women. Did you? Oh yeah, you did. Didn't you do Tinder dates? Uh, at least one. Well, I, I recall one. Was she a hoe? Uh, probably. <laughs> I mean, shoot, I don't know. Um. <laughs> oh no. Let's see if I can find her number. Send her a text. Ask her. <laughs> Would you technically consider yourself a hoe? Or, or like back in the day, was you a hoe? Was you a hoe? <laughs> oh, God. Hoe report. Oh, you know, we should have a new segment called Hoe Report. Okay. Where we literally just like pick a random girl on the internet this and be like, is she a hoe? Oh, this doesn't sound like something I'm into, actually. I'm I know. I was really take surprised. Take down you said other yes. women. I well, know. That's for, I know. I, I'm horrible. I feel horrible. No, I would not do that. I'm just kidding. This is outrageous. This is good talks. We're not going to have a segment called Hoe Report. I think it just sounded very click, like it's clickbaity. Oh, hell yeah. It's clickbaity. <laughs> that's amazing. I guarantee you if someone has a, some, there's got to be a Hoe Report out there somewhere uh, because 
that shit would get clicks. Oh, I'm sure there is. It's probably <laughs> disgusting too. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, you're just assuming the worst in people right now. I'm assuming the best. I think it's just well, okay, then. It's probably just some, some gentlemen who are in, <laughs> please let me finish. Gentlemen. Some, some gentlemen who are interested in making sure their brethren don't come across any hoes unwittingly. And what would it be if it was the male version of a hoe? What do you call that? Um what do you call that? Oh, you still call it a hoe, don't you? Male hoe? Male man whore? But it's man whore. But like even that I is love like how you have to put the word man in front of it. Because whore is just like automatically See, uh, and that's so horrible. And like, even that though, like, there's not. It's horrible. Oh no, I'm not. I can't do this whole female soapbox right now. We're not talking about that. We're talking about personalities. Yeah, and you just uh, expressed your. See, you're being a little emotional proposal <laughs> right now. Very. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, I told Mark uh, that he could tell me when I'm being emotionally. Now that I read that, I'm like, well, next time, you know, just tell me, uh, Marie. You're being a little emotionally volatile right now. I failed to communicate. You're being a little Evie. <laughs> being a little Ev. You're kind of effing out on me right now. Oh, gosh. Take a chill pill, bruh. I, I had a student today tell me a little... A f- he's not even four yet. Was he being emotionally volatile? I Well, he thought I was because this little child told me to calm down. Mm. One of my students. A wise young man. Oh, my gosh. And I in my, the first thought, I just started cracking up. But I'm like... <sighs> of course. I was just like... Because in his little voice, too, like calm down okay is what he said to me because i was being kind of stern with him you know because he was being a little bit of a punk and he was just not didn't want to follow directions and i i was like you need to sit down and he's like calm down okay and i'm just like if mark ever said that to me oh my gosh i would go crazy (laughs) yeah i've never ever tried to tell you to calm down before that's a good point Um, yes yeah anyhow uh, I'd say on that note, it's a great talk. That has been a great talk, which is a, it's so interesting because the name of the show is Good Talks, but oh, sorry, but it's we, been a good talk. No, I mean it's good, but we just I always end up having a great talk instead. I know, which is fine because we're striving for better always. Wow, that's true. That's so true. Oh my god, that's deep. So deep. This episode is brought to you by the wonderful folks at Bean Chata. When horror chata just won't do. Bean Chata is the drink for you, fully endorsed by Justin Bieber and, well, always cereal chicken. When dinner is not on the table, cereal chicken is the label. Now available at Target. Look for the red circles, folks. Adios. Bye-bye.